two girls and I didn't want them to see us give up. You know, this was Lila's idea. Georgia's all in. You know, this was a team thing. We're all excited and I didn't want to let them down. I wanted to model for them. This is how you go get what you want. I'm Michael Gloucester, and this is Fashion Cast. We're talking to fashion leaders and disruptors as we seek inspirational stories and expert insight into the world's most dynamic industry. Heard in over 70 countries, we're building an international fashion community based on fashion topics that matter. Please visit our website, fashioncast.co, to join our email list and learn more. Now, enjoy the show. On this episode of Fashion Cast, we introduce you to Jennifer Knopfel, co-founder Lila Pants, a Maryland-based children's wear fashion startup. Jennifer, her daughters Lila and Georgia, and her husband Matt began their fashion journey during the pandemic when Lila answered her father's question, what do you want to do when you grow up? Lila stated, we should make suits for girls who don't like dresses, and Lila Pants was born. This episode explores fashion startups, trend fashion, and the tween market niche. Jennifer Knopfel is joining FashionCast via Zoom from Arnold, Maryland. Welcome to FashionCast, Jenny. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. We are so excited to have you on our show. Can you please share with our audience how you and your family entered the world of fashion? Oh boy, quite by accident. We have two daughters and my eldest, Lila, um, I got her to wear a, um, a dress for her kindergarten graduation, but it was a battle. And after that, she said, Mommy, I'm not wearing any more dresses. And I said, <laughs> OK, you know, I respect that. Uh, you know, you can you know, you do you. Um, but if we have an event or something like that that requires, you know, a certain level of respect, a wedding, you know, a, a funeral, a bat mitzvah, whatever. You can't roll in in leggings and a hoodie. You have to have something that is appropriate. Um, and she said, fine, I'll wear a suit. I said, fine. And I had no idea what a headache that was going to be because we could not find anything. It was all boys suits. They're all stiff. They're all boring looking. And she would try one on and be like, this is, no, I don't want to wear this. And it would take me weeks and months sometimes to find a, um, like, a, I found a pink linen suit. Well, you put a seven-year-old in linen and you know what she looks like when, you know, in five minutes, she was a mess. Um, and trying to dress her appropriately for an event, it was just, it was a nightmare. So, um Fast forward, you know, I found a couple of things one off, but it was it really was a um, it was a headache. And it was we'd get an invitation. and I'd be like, oh, gosh, here we go again. I have to find something for Lila to wear. Georgia, my other daughter, no problem. I could order a dress. She could have five to choose from. Um, but Lila was really a challenge. And then fast forward to 2020. Um, you know, middle of the pandemic, we're social distancing from everybody. And, and we went, decided to go fishing. And my husband is an entrepreneur. So he asked the girls, if you could start any company, what would it be? And Lila immediately said, we should make suits for girls who don't like dresses. Ah, brilliant. Immediately. Wow. Brilliant. The aha and moment. We, yeah, we just sort of started to 
to brainstorm on that. And it was, she's like, it, it can't be, it can't have itchy tags. It has to have stretch. It has to have real pockets. Gosh, your daughter sounds <laughs> like me. Yeah. I mean, it's low hanging fruit, right? She sounds like me, especially when I was a kid. I was such a tomboy. I didn't want to wear dresses or anything. And she was at this point, how old was she? Was she still five, six? She was, no, at this point she was 10. Oh, okay. So she was 10 and Georgia was eight. And we had this like brainstorming session, just kind of bobbing around in the in the river. And it was everything I wanted. I wanted it to be machine washable. Um, I wanted it to be kind of squirm proof because she, I put her in a dress and she'd be like, you know, I mean, she, you could tell she was uncomfortable. So I wanted her to feel comfortable. Um, but I wanted it to be something that she could wear more than once. I mean, that was that was another thing. So between the, between the four of us, we sort of all put what we wanted together and and kind of came up with this product. Um, and we're really proud of it. Wow, so smart wow. and so practical. She didn't want to have any tags or anything. She wanted to be comfortable. Wow, mm -hmm. so smart. Isn't this where you say necessity is the mother of innovation or invention? Or yeah. That's so funny because we have that quote on our website, oh, but you it's do. the next sentence. It oh. says, necessity is the mother of invention, but the father is conflict. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny because the, of the fighting that would happen. You know, I was like, well, if that wasn't written for us, I don't know what was. <laughs> yeah, so. and I just have to highlight the word. This is a new fashion word, squirm proof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> squirm proof. Squirm proof. <laughs> I, I like love that. that. That's incredible. So you had this aha moment. It's in the river. She's 10. Everyone agrees we're going to come up with this and we'll kind of get to this, whether it's a company or a trend or what have you. But before that, did you do any kind of research to determine, okay, we have a good idea. We think it's a good idea like a million people do. Did you do any study or research to determine, is this thing viable? Does this really make sense? Yeah, I, you know, I approached it from a mom's perspective. You know, we're not in, we weren't in the biz, right? So I wasn't, that, I, my intention wasn't to start a company back when I was first losing, looking for, for suits. Um, but we have this wonderful Facebook group down here called Annapolis Moms. And it's 20,000 moms strong and somebody's always awake, you know, so if you've got a question or whatever, you, somebody's going to chime in. So I, I put it out there. I said, does anyone know where I can find a suit for a girl? You know, I, I can't find anything at the mall. I can't find anything. Google is not is letting me down. Amazon's letting me down. Does anybody know where I can find one? And the responses I was getting were, oh my gosh, if you find one, let me know. That <laughs> wow. sounds like my daughter. That sounds like my niece. That sounds like me when I was little. That, oh. you know, and the more I heard, I was like, this is kind of crazy that this is something that everybody, that, that there's a lot of people who would like this and it's nowhere to be found. And it was, it was consistent. And, and I was just thinking to myself, there is such a, a hole in the market here. Um, there's lots of, uh, you can buy all kinds of athleisure and casual wear. And then there's this other side where it's prom or flower girl dress, you know, first communion, super dressy, but there's nothing sort of 
in the middle or or something that could be elevated to dressy. Um, so it was it was something that I kind of thought to myself, well, there are other people just like me who would love to have this product and I can't find it. So maybe we should make our own. It's the proverbial white space, as you yeah. like to say, Christine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Market niche. You found it big time. You big it's, time. Found yeah. It. I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised there's nothing like that on the market. Yeah. It's like a mini pantsuit, essentially. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and you can find them one off if you want to go down every rabbit hole online. Like if you really want to spend seven or eight hours and go to every children's website you can think of, you may find a suit. You may. But if you Google pantsuit for girls or kids, you know, or a girls pantsuit or tween girls pantsuit, the stuff that comes back is not, you know, it's a skirt. It's it might have a coordinating blazer or it's a legging and tunics. You know, it's it just isn't it isn't a pantsuit until today. Until I Google that and I get Lila pants. So, Jenny, can you describe some of the challenges you had encountered and how you overcame them? Well, yes. I mean, we didn't know what we didn't know, so it was really you know a lot of asking questions. Um, all I had was Google in my big mouth. So, you know, I would I would Google things. I watched a lot of YouTube. It was it was the pandemic. So you had time on your hands. Right. And I just kind of wanted to. um, I needed to find somebody to make me a prototype and um, I needed to kind of learn what went into this. Like I had I really had no idea all of the ins and outs of making a garment. Um, so that was quite an education. And fortunately, between my husband and I, we have friends in all kinds of different professions. And my friend Allison um, had a bunch of contacts in the Baltimore fashion scene. So she put me in touch with a gentleman named uh, Christopher Schaefer, and he has a um, bespoke menswear company. So he was kind enough to let us have a little field trip and go up and see his workspace and his storefront and ask him all the questions and the girls were fascinated by the whole process and he was super supportive and then he put me in touch with another woman named Nicole who has a a small um she's a seamstress she has her own line up in Baltimore and she made us our first prototype so she was really instrumental in sort of giving life to what we had in our head and um she also did our first tech pack so it was a it was a lot to get to that point because you know it's sort of like you know I felt like a Roomba like bumping into all of these things that's not it that's not it that's not it but you kind of you eventually hone in and you get to that that next step so as far as challenges go yeah I mean I was I mean I didn't even know where to start so it was just talking to anybody who would stand still and asking a lot of questions and then that would lead to more questions and eventually we would get where we needed to go it wasn't terribly efficient but i learned a lot along the way well yeah believe it or not you essentially just scratched the surface of the fashion industry this is a massive massive industry and there are so many little nooks and crannies to it so you're in one little area, and I think you're quite fortunate that you were able to find a couple of these people that 
kind of held your hand along the way. Because it's easy just to cash out early and say, oh, this can't be done or this is too difficult or what have you. Yeah. The other thing is that, you know, there were nights when Matt and I were like, you know, privately going, good grief, did we burn off? Did we bite off more than we could chew here? Like, you should have called us. We could. We have a lot of referrals for you, Jenny. We you should have called. I didn't know you existed. (laughs) Um, But we have two girls, and I didn't want them to see us give up. You know, this was Lila's idea. George is all in. You know, this was a team thing. We're all excited, and I didn't want to let them down. I wanted to model for them. This is how you go get what you want. This is what happens when someone tells you no, or you're crazy, or, you know, that's a dumb idea. You know, I mean, I, I, Sarah Blakely is like my hero. Um, you know, she invented Spanx. Spanx. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, she didn't know a darn thing. And, you know, if I can follow in a, a 1% of her business, you know, sense, I'd be thrilled. So, uh, we really wanted to hang in there and really do everything we could to make it a go just so that the girls would see that and be able to apply that as as they grew up. Does that sound familiar to you, Kristen? Oh, yeah. Very familiar. Do you have girls? No, but I have a business that I launched during the pandemic as well. Yeah. When did you launch? Our official launch was just in September. Recently? So- Yes. Wow. It's taken that long wow. to get there. Wow. That's a shocker. I guess well, you I wanted to do it right. You wanted to make sure everything was lined up. That's well, the right that's way. That's motivational. You did, did all your due diligence and make, made sure you did. You were doing things right. So you were mm-hmm. able to sell online direct to consumer. Is that how you started? Yeah, we sell online. Okay. Primarily, we sell online. We have gift cards as well. We're um, actually, it was interesting because I got a phone call this spring. This was before we even had inventory from a boutique in DC that is very niche. It's for tweens um, and it's for formal wear, but it's, it's stuff that the way she describes it is mom approved, but the kid loves it too. So it's that really talk about a niche. (laughs) Good Mm -hmm. Um, But she called me out of the blue and said, we've been looking for a line of girls suits for years and have not been able to find anything. And one of the Annapolis moms was looking for a dress for her daughter or looking for a suit for her daughter's um, bat mitzvah, went to this boutique and was and mentioned us to the owner. And she reached out to me and now we're in that boutique. But it was she I was like, well, if you can't find them and you're in the business, I guess we're on to something here. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I could, I could see your, you eventually being in all, you know, Kohl's and all the big businesses eventually. What's the mission of Lila Pants? Well, you know, it's when I read that question um, out loud to myself, I thought to myself, this really makes me kind of chuckle because that was like the first thing we did. We came up with a, a, a mission statement and sort of a, I would, a business plan is sort of, that's a strong word, but um, we sat down with the girls and said, you know, what do you want to make? And we wanted a comfortable, washable suit that would make the wearer feel um, confident and and like a million bucks and let that person be as well-dressed as their dress-wearing peers. So we wanted it to be an elevated suit that the kid 
like when we found the first suit that Lila truly liked, she looked in the mirror and you could see it on her face that she felt like a million bucks. And she wore it to her father-daughter dance. And the second she walked into that gym, she was a celebrity. <laughs> Everybody wanted to know where she got that suit. That's funny. Yeah, she, and I'm sure she really stood out. Great. Yeah, she really stood out. Mm -hmm. And then, <laughs> what are you going to wear next year? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a suit with some rhinestones on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so our, that's really our goal is to is to make an outfit for a kid that doesn't want to wear a dress that will be just as well-dressed as their peers. Um, and we also take 10% of our profits and it's very important to us to give back. And we are giving back to a, there's a program at Dartmouth that uh, links mental health care to patients who suffer from chronic GI disease, which can be very isolating, very embarrassing, very depressing. And um, it's a cause that's very near and dear to our hearts. So we are supporting that program. They're trying to become nationwide and make mental health care much more accessible um, via Zoom and so forth. Because, you know, somebody is in crisis and they're like, oh, well, our next appointment's in two months. That doesn't do anybody any good. So we're giving back in that respect. Right. That connection with the nonprofit and it, it helps you build a community, essentially. I mean, it's very important because people will get online and if you don't have that these days, you know, people keep searching, you know? Yeah. So that's, yeah. and that's a yeah. great, great cause. That's a wonderful cause. Yeah. I mean, if one thing, one silver lining in the pandemic is that mental health care has really become a priority and it's sort of come out of the shadows and is much more spoken about, Hopefully the stigmas will continue to to be reduced and and just getting people the help they need. I mean, it really makes a huge difference. So we're super passionate about it. My husband has suffered with GI disease for years, so he knows firsthand all of the challenges, and and so do I as as a caregiver and a support person. So yeah, that's really great. That's that's yeah. wonderful. Um, Thank you. So, and that's obviously all part of the mission. So I'm interested in, in trying to understand a couple things because you've got these merging forces you've got the new company but then you actually are creating a trend because like you've admitted nobody can find this or they couldn't find it so now you've created it now you've got a trend and what do you have do you really is it more of a trend and it's going to go away or you're going to have all kinds of competition or is it a company where you can kind of build off of that first model apparel wear, children's wear? We really think of ourselves as a brand. And one of the things I, I say to people is, you know, we're on trend, but also trend proof. Because there's an element of a, of a classic pantsuit. But, you know, style is showing people who you are by what you wear, Right. So let's say you have a kid who's really into skateboarding or is in a band or, you know, whatever their interests are, you know, one in one of our, our ads, the model who happens to be my, my daughter, Georgia is wearing a Rolling Stone t-shirt and high tops. But then there's also Lila in a sequined camisole and heels. So 
you can bring elements of trends into your outfit, look very current, but also still be wearing a very classic silhouette, which is the pantsuit. So it's sort of hybrid, um, but we really hope to be very enduring. And since there is this niche or this white space, like you call it, um, we really want to own that space. And we want to be known as, you know, that's a Lila pants suit. I, I kind of think of, you know, the way Vineyard Vines started. You hear Vineyard Vines, you think Thai, but they sell so much more now. Um, and you can go and they sell women's and men's and children's and, you know, multiple seasons and so forth. Um, hopefully we're going to get to that point as well and offer coordinating outfits for our mom and sister and maybe ties for dad so you can coordinate for a family picture or a wedding or something like that. Um, so that's sort of the goal. I just love the name too, Lila Pants. It's so cute. Did you come up with that name? I almost feel like it was, you know, meant to be. Meant to be, I definitely. Videos. It's it's mm. her nickname. My oh, husband wow. called her that oh. from the day she was born. And it fits so perfectly. It fits I mean, so it's perfectly. So crazy. Yeah. I have I found a video of him. She was learning to crawl. And he's like, come on, Lila Pants. Come oh. on. <laughs> and she's I don't know, 10 months old, way before any of this. Um, but it we just were like, well, we have to call it Lila Pants. Is that fake? She was destined to yeah. Yeah, 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 she was destined to do this. Wow, that's amazing. I just love that. I, I keep trying to figure out how to put that video on the website without it being. Oh, what totally a great rich. idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful story. Thank you. So you engaged Jamie Koff, founder of the fashion incubator. Fabric to Finish, and a previous guest on the show here. How did Fabric to Finish, how did you find Fabric to Finish, really? I guess that's the question. And how instrumental were they in the launch of Lila Pants? Oh, my gosh. Well, how did we find them? First of all, if you go back to where I said, you know, we had our prototype and we had our tech pack, we were trying to make things domestically that was our i that was our first choice was let's make it in the usa and we had such a hard time finding a factory that could do everything under one roof and within our budget constraints and we're self-funded so it was really 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 difficult and i really felt kind of discouraged because we had this and I, I couldn't figure out how to get to the next step. I had no idea how to find maybe an overseas factory. I was really kind of at my, at, at kind of a, a dead end, if you will. And my husband one day said, well, just, you know, Google garment district consultant or something and just start poking around and see if you can find something. So I, sitting at the kitchen counter, start typing in, you know, fashion consultant, garment district, district New York City. And a couple of companies came up and one of them was Fabric to Finish. So I sent emails to all three. One wasn't taking new clients. The other one never got back to me. And Jamie set up a time to talk. And we just hit it off. I mean, we just connected. She really liked the idea. I really liked her. Um, and we started working together. And oh my gosh, they have been, I mean, they, they saved us. I mean, they got us to where we are today. They took our prototype and elevated it beyond our dreams. Um, it has a, a hidden elastic waistband that can expand up to three inches. Um, 
and our prototype, it kind of had that, you know, the grandma pull on, you <laughs> okay. could see the bunching in the back. It just didn't look the way I wanted it to look. And um, they were able to take that and just with some sort of magic, I don't even know, you would never know there was an elastic waist. But when you put it on, it's just that much more comfortable. Um, so they they were able to do that. They were able to find factories, manufacturing. Um, she has relationships that she's had for 30 years. You know, I'm new. I don't even think I would get a call back. She is connected. Yeah. You know, so like that's, that's a great We're talking part- like Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah, so it's a great partnership. <laughs> yep. And her whole team is just absolutely amazing. They've made it fun. The second the girls walked into her office, they were treated. Ah, so you guys went to New York. Oh, absolutely. The girls, this is their company. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, admin and Uber, <laughs> um, you know, with a FICO score. Yeah. But truly, you know, they walked in with their ideas and Jamie did not miss a beat. I mean, they are 25% of the company and, you know, Lila, Georgia, Matt and me, we were a team. So um, they have, they've gone up for fittings. They've gone up for for meetings. They've um, they were models in the in the ad cam- campaign and the website because they're free. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, Jamie and her team have just been why we are here. Absolutely. They they negotiated um, to fit our budget. I mean, really, they're just fantastic. I can't say enough good things. Well, that, yeah, that's a great commercial for Jamie yeah. Coff. Right there. <laughs> she'll probably want to. She'll probably want to. Yeah, yank that out of the podcast. She's welcome so, to. So, Jenny, how many SKUs do you guys currently have, and are you planning on expanding the line? Yes, yes. Um, so currently, we have sixty-eight SKUs. When you look at sizes and colors, and uh, and I mentioned, I'm not sure if I've mentioned the um, one of the unique things that that we have on our suits is the lapel is detachable, so you can snap the lapel off where without the lapel, or you can buy additional lapels to sort of change up the look. So oh, that's smart. smart. You yeah. buy, let's say you buy where am I? The red suit. You can also buy a red sequined lapel if you have a fancier event to go to you can you know elevate it a little bit um so you know we have a lot of pieces like that we have t-shirts that we source that um definitely match our signature floral so if you're a mom like me and when you finally find something you're just exhausted and you're just like just just send me whatever you have and thank god i don't have to think about it anymore so those are the skews we have as far as wanting to expand, we definitely want to expand sizing. That's something that we've gotten a lot of requests for um, so that we can fit all body types. And again, like I mentioned, we're self-funded, so we had to start somewhere. And we want to get um, as much feedback on what sizes sell, what colorways sell, and be, and, and be able to you know, adapt accordingly moving forward with sizing. Um, and then Georgia really feels strongly that we should have coordinating dresses when we get down the road a little bit. So that's, you know, we, we do ex- intend to expand once we um, own this niche and can move move forward. So what's the age range you're catering to now? Um, well, we started sort of when at the age that Lila was when she didn't want to wear a dress anymore. So it goes from size six. So we have six, eight, 10, 12 
And then we have teen, small, medium, and large. So it goes up to prom size, mm -hmm. if you will. So if you wanted to wear it to homecoming or something like that, you could do that. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, so it's it, it covers the spectrum. And once you get into the teen sizes, they are cut a bit more curvy, um, you know, just take that into account, you know, as the girls go through womanly changes in puberty. We will be right back after this word from our sponsor, Omay Organics. Hi, I'm Christine. You may know me as co-host of Fashion Cast, but I'm also the founder and CEO of Omay Organics. I believe skincare should be simple. Our hyaluronic cream is all you need to nourish your skin morning and night. Sourced from the highest quality organic ingredients from around the world and manufactured in an FDA facility right here in the USA, this incredible cream works to firm, deeply moisturize, and smooth the appearance of your skin. Please visit omeorganics.com and use promo code FASHIONCAST to receive a 15% discount off your first purchase and you will receive our monthly newsletter free. Now, back to the show. We're back with Jenny Naffel from Lila Pants. Jenny, for a myriad of reasons, the fashion world is hyper-focused on sustainability. I'm sure you found that out in your quest to start the company. You know, when you look at the website, it looks like Lila Pants are constructed 98% polyester, 2% spandex. Is that fabric recycled polyester? Are you using the Ecotech Flex? Does Lila Pants have a sustainability policy? How are you going about this? Because I'm sure those kinds of questions had to have come up in the genesis of this. Jamie and I had a long conversation about this because as a mom, sustainability is super important, uh, let alone as a business person. You know, our kids are inheriting this, you know, dumpster fire that we've created. Um, and we really need to do more to heal the planet. Um, so I inquired, <laughs> I said, Jamie, I really want to use re recycled fabrics. And we had our fabric made because we wanted it to have stretch and be washable and be our, our specific colors and so forth. And the minimum, the minimum for the recycled fabric was far beyond what we could afford at the time. So that is absolutely part of our mission moving forward. Um, our packaging is recyclable um, and our suits sort of by nature are, it's, it's a durable good in the fact that it can be reinvented for many different occasions. So you buy one suit, and it gets worn multiple times as opposed to buying a lot of additional outfits, which is, you know, I mean, you look at the the data on how many articles of clothing and how much fabric end up in landfills. And I'm really hopeful that our suits are going to be something that gets handed down, um, gets worn for generations. For example, um, when I was little, my grandmother bought me a Lily Pulitzer dress um, in 1975, and I wore it. Both my sisters wore it, my niece wore it, and both of my daughters have worn it, and it's in the attic for the next generation. So I'm hopeful wow. that maybe Lila Pants will have that kind of lifespan, um, you know, and, and hopefully as we move forward and we can afford, you know, a larger MOQ, 
um, we can go with the recycled, you know, polyester and so forth. I am, I, I listened to your um, Fiber 52 podcast the other oh, day. Oh, great. That was so interesting. And so I like made notes to myself, like, oh, maybe moving forward, we could get in touch with him. And then there's another company called the New Norm Fabric okay. that recycles um, party cups into fabric. And I thought, well, that would help offset my, you know, college footprint a bit. <laughs> All those solo cups that I was responsible for, it would be nice to maybe make some fabric out of it and atone for my sins. But um, so, yes, it's definitely something that we have moving forward. We're just not quite there yet. But we also are washable. So you don't have to dry clean if you don't want. So that's another thing that's a little bit um, of our contribution to the planet. So I take that's part of this whole strategy, even if it's even if it's kind of a unconventional strategy against fast fashion, you know, because at this age group, clearly you know that, you know, fast fashion dominates, you know, this particular consumer demographic. H and M's are a top shot. Um, so is there was there any thought put towards that, although it sounds like there may have been. Yeah. Well, again, if you go back to our our niche customer, they haven't found what they were looking for, be it fast fashion or not. Um, it just isn't out there. So when they find our suit, it's a sense of relief. At least that's how I felt, felt when I found a suit, one suit. I was like, oh, thank God. I finally don't have to think about this for the next six to eight months, maybe. Um, so, you know, fast fashion didn't really apply. I mean, that was for like the casual stuff, um, you know, the leggings, the hoodies, that kind of thing. But um, fast fashion, it, it has its place. It, it scratches that itch that I want something new, something a little fresh, a little trendy, um, and that can be a top that you wear under our suit. That can be the earrings, the shoes, whatever. Um, so, I mean, fast fashion, yes, in this age group, that's definitely a thing. But if you can't find what you want, it doesn't matter how cheap it is. Um, if it's not out there, it's not going to fill your needs. So um, we're approaching this as this is an investment piece. This is a special occasion piece. But it's not like a prom dress that never sees the light of day again. Um, this is something that you can, like, for example, Lila will throw a sweater over the pants from her suit. Um, she'll throw the blazer over jeans and a top to go to the, you know, out with friends. So it has legs. It has an opportunity to get worn more than once. But it can be combined with fast, that fast fashion if that's something that you would like to do. Yeah, speaking of investment, you know, this niche of the market is, you know, almost 53 billion in revenue in the United States. Did you guys sit down and think through like, what's our go-to market strategy? Is, is it really just e-commerce or is there other distribution channels that, that you really want to embrace? Well, it's kind of too soon to tell. Malls are struggling and it makes me sad because, you know, I'm a kid of the eighties. I grew up in the mall at the mall. That was our thing to do. We would go to the mall. Um, and you know, online shopping for better or worse has changed that landscape very, very much. Um, and it's interesting because, um, we are 
direct to consumer right now, with the exception of a couple of boutiques, and we work with um, on consignment. Um, so one of the things that I get, is there anywhere I can try this on? Is there anywhere I can touch it? Um, so it's kind of like, you know, come full circle. And so we do pop-up shops. Um, like I said, we're in those boutiques. But right now we're doing um, a pop-up shop in Annapolis called Here. And she does it four times a year and it's all local vendors. And so every time someone emails me that's local, I send them there and they can, we have one of every size. We have the colorways there um, and their child can try one on and decide which size fits them the best. So that's a little tricky because not being in a store, you know, people do want to, touch it. And, and we're super proud of our fabric. Like it does stretch and, and it has a really lovely hand when people touch it, they're like, Oh, this feels so nice. And, you know, we were able to fulfill Lila's wish of it not being itchy. They're lined in satin and they feel good on your body. Um, so I wish, you know, people could touch them. Um, but I, you know, we're not in the position right now to have a brick and mortar store. Um, so we're we're kind of going to have to see how that all plays out. Yes, more testimonials on the website about the feel and the fit and you know the first impression, all of that good stuff. That's in e-commerce. It's all about testimonial. Yeah, it's really hard to buy a suit online. Mm -hmm. So, are you selling in other countries besides the U.S. or is the U.S. your target market right now? Well, when I first sent out a Facebook post to the Annapolis moms community um, saying, you know, we're doing this. We are officially doing this. You know, it was when I finally had a prototype in my hot little hand and the response was crazy. I kept screenshotting to my husband. Oh my gosh, look at these <laughs> likes, look at these comments. What is happening? Oh my gosh. And it, within 24 hours, I had people signing up to get emails from us from Australia, Italy, and all over the United States. So, it was sort of like, oh my gosh, you know, buckle up. This could be really, <laughs> this is going to be really interesting. Um, so right now we're set up to sell domestically online. But if somebody reaches out to us from another country via social media or email or whatever, we're going to do whatever we can to accommodate them. Absolutely. So what emerging trends have you observed? Well, homecoming was a hoot because everybody was wearing sneakers, regardless of gender, with their with dresses, suits, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I noticed, that's, yeah. It's, that's a thing. I mean... It'll be even nicer with a suit. <laughs> yeah, Well, exactly. that's the thing in the business world, even. That's the thing in yeah, the business exactly. world, yeah. I mean, even like on ESPN, you see them, and they're all in like the white-soled and, you know, sneakers and so forth. So, um, So that is definitely a trend that we're seeing a lot of. Um, but that helps you, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, I in, in our marketing campaign, like I said, George is wearing high tops and, and a Rolling Stones t-shirt. Um, and it looks, it looks adorable. I mean, she really looks like a million bucks. Um, it, we're seeing some, some gender neutral fashion, uh, lots of bright colors and fun patterns, which I love. I, you know, I don't feel like a kid, with all their energy should be in beige, you know, like <laughs> dress, dress accordingly. Um, so that's definitely one. And I, I had to chuckle um, shorts year round. I, I don't understand, but the, the middle school boys are just wearing shorts. It can be 20 degrees outside and they're wearing shorts. 
So we're bringing shorts in over the summer um, because when we were in Italy this oh. past spring, we saw lots of blazers with shorts in in Smart. the windows when we were window shopping. So um, that's going to be something that we're going to introduce in the spring as well. So you can truly you can buy a suit and buy the shorts and then you have a truly four season outfit. Um, but yeah, I had to chuckle when I would see these kids standing out at the bus stop, freezing their butts off, but they're wearing shorts. So that's a good question, Christine, that you asked about the trends, because I wasn't sure if Jenny and the family was really going to be up on the trends. Like you're so immersed in the company and building the company. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can kind of lose focus about what's actually going on around me, but it sounds like mm -hmm. you guys are, you're right there. That's incredible. Well, our, our, our kids keep us sort of on tap. You know, they'll tell us, Mom, that is, come on. Yeah, you have to I keep, you have to keep up with the latest <laughs> yeah. trends for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as these two daughters of yours grow older mm -hmm. and they're just going to you know, naturally age, is there any loss to the business? It seems like what we just talked about may be lost because you know some of the creativity or the connections with obviously the younger demographic kind of wanes away how do you replace that or do you or don't you think about it well i mean i of course i think about it and and since we first started i mean it's been three years since we first started and they have changed so much um, you know, they've gone from like little girls to, to tweens. I mean, Lila's now 14 and it's been an interesting journey to watch them change and evolve. And we hope that they want to continue being super involved in the business. Um, but I'm also very cautious to not, um, have it sort of take over their lives. I don't want them to, um, be resentful of it or anything because it's their, it's their idea but I also need to sort of protect that so that the energy does remain. Um, and, and I think as time goes on, you know, their roles are going to change and shift and so forth, but we're also going to have, you know, more and more fans, more and more younger people. Um, one of the things that we're doing on the website is send us your pictures. Um, oh yeah. It'll be great to build a community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Show us how you're styling this, mm -hmm. you know, what is this doing for you? Like, how are, how excited are you to get it? Like when we package our suit to send it out, it is in a garment bag that is branded. It is folded in a nice box with tissue. It's got a custom hanger. I want that person who opens the box when they get it to have that feeling that I got when I put on a dress that I know I looked like a million bucks in your wedding dress, your prom dress, whatever. I want them to have that feeling. Um, and I, I want them to have that, that, that feeling when they look in the mirror that they're like, I, this is my best self right here. This is, I'm going to slay at this event. Um, so I'm hopeful that our customers are going to help keep us current. Um, we're very observant. Like we're definitely looking to see what next trends are. And I think the girls are going to keep us um, on our toes moving forward. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely learning as we go. Um, I am. I read everything I can get my hands on about kids fashion and where it's going and what the trends are. And, you know, 
what what do the adult fashions look like that might trickle down? Um, like, for example, look at Taylor Swift. She is everywhere all the time right now. Um, she wears suits. I mean, she looks like a million bucks in suits. She's wearing a red suit in one of her videos. I mean, so that can trickle down to like, you know, the people who who admire her. So I, I just feel like there's a lot of, um, even though the girls are getting older, in some ways that's helpful. And in some ways, you know, we're going to have to figure out how to compensate for that and, and keep the little ones, you know, current as well. So have your daughters expressed interest in attending a college of fashion or uh, building a career in fashion? Well, you know, I have learned that, you know, when you suggest something or encourage something, they want to go in the opposite direction. It's sort of like that. True. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't suggest anything. Um, they're, we're not quite there yet. I mean, they're they're pretty young. We're 12 and 14. It's going to be right around the corner, I know, but we're not quite there. Right now, I feel like school is a place where they're learning what their strengths and struggles are. Um, Lila sh- is showing this incredible infinity for, for math and physics, which is shocking to me. And Georgia is really crushing it in, in language and writing. Um, so who knows where their careers are going to, or where their college is going to end up. I would love for them to go to maybe Paris or Milan for a semester abroad. And maybe they do go into fashion. Maybe they go into zoology, you know, the world is their oyster. Um, and and it's the whole Lila Pants philosophy is to have options, to have choices. And I'm going to let them sort of direct their own lives, uh, however they see fit. But that said, the, I, I wish someone had told me when I was a senior in college, you can always reinvent yourself. You can always change your course. I was such a nervous wreck. You know, what am I going to major in? Oh, for God's sake. I was a journalism major. I've had three careers. You know, none of them really. I mean, I always draw on it in some way, but I was in advertising. I was in medical sales, and now I'm in fashion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you never know where life will take you. Yeah, you 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 learn as you go. Mm-hmm. Life life requires you to pivot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will see. It's going to be very interesting. But I I'm very aware of not pushing too hard because I don't want it to you know self destruct, if you will. Well, based on your baptism by fire experience <laughs> that we just talked about, <laughs> what advice would you give to would be fashion entrepreneurs? I really think read as much as you can, ask questions, network, um, find your niche and stick to it, own it. Um, Really solve the problem that you have seen and and provide a solution. And those are your customers. If you can provide that solution to a problem, they're gonna just be raving fans. and also, don't give up. I mean, just keep going. Sometimes you just have to sit down and pause, but don't give up. Um, the the self doubt gremlins are going to creep in. The <laughs> oh yeah, the night. that's for sure. They're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they will. And you They're just have happens to, get... to everybody. Yeah, and it, it's your imagination, and you just have to make that next step to just continue to grow, continue to learn. But but don't give up. I mean, it's like I said earlier, 10 million tiny little steps, but look at where you get. 
Um, and, and don't let people tell you, no, there's always a way. There is always a way. Just keep asking those questions. Beautiful advice. Yeah, that's perfect advice. Find your niche and don't give up. Jenny Knopfel, it has been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much for appearing on Fashion Cast. Oh, thank you. It has been really lovely speaking with both of you. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Fashion Cast. To hear more shows and join our email list, please visit our website, fashioncast.co. You can also join us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Until next time, I'm Michael Gloucester for Fashion Cast, the voice of fashion. <laughs>